Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. DJ Welcome back to my podcast. I hope you are all having a fabulous week. Today I want to talk about how to plan for music festivals, or more like how I plan for music festivals. I know for me, planning and budgeting for festivals is super stressful, so I figured I would talk about it in case anyone else feels the same way as I do. So when I'm planning for festivals, I pretty much have like a basic idea of what festivals I want to try to go to, like a year in advance. So when I was planning for 2020, I was planning all these festivals literally like last year in 2019. So it really helps just to have like more time to like really prepare and get everything like organized So when planning what festivals I want to go to, I have like a couple things I keep in mind. First is which festival have I not gone to before? What is the lodging situation? And can I afford it? The most important thing though is can I afford it? At this time, I'm very fortunate to where I can afford to go to a lot of things, but I do want to remind you that it is okay to miss a show or festival. It is physically and financially impossible to go to everything. So my biggest piece of advice is do not risk going broke just to go to a festival. I'm I'm not going to go too much into how to budget specifically for festivals because I am in no means certified to give any real financial advice, so I will leave that up to you. But remember, do not go broke trying to go to a festival. There are plenty of other festivals. You will get other chances to go. It is okay to not go to one. So then when I plan out what festivals I want to go to, I usually have like a basic idea of how much tickets are going to cost with like service fees and such. And then I also have like an idea of how much I'm willing to spend on lodging and travel. So once I have all that figured out, I pretty much just like add it up and then pick and choose which festivals and shows are the most important to me. This year, I narrowed it down to a good handful, which I had mentioned in my previous episode. So I'm not going to like repeat it again because I don't want to sound like I'm bragging. So yeah, that's what I'll do is like I'll kind of just like pick and choose. So then once I get a general idea of which festivals I'm going to go to, I then ask myself, can I find a reasonably priced place to stay? I personally have pretty good luck at finding cheap Airbnbs and hotels. I try and go the cheapest possible for lodging just because like, you know, realistically, you're not going to be spending a lot of time there. You know, so like lodging, you just need it to sleep, eat, and get ready, you know? So you're really not going to be spending a lot of time there. I also factor in how many people are coming with me, but again, I always try and find the cheapest 
possible lodging for like my needs. Also, you have to think about like how many people you're going with when finding like lodging. Because like, sure, yeah, the more people you have, the cheaper it'll be. But also like, you'll need a bigger place and the bigger place will cost more money. So, you know, you have to think about that too. And then also for some festivals, I even book lodging before even getting a ticket or anything like that because like some areas, it's really hard to find lodging after the festival lineup or tickets get released. I've found that to be the case for Lost Lands. They jack the prices up in Ohio so much, it is ridiculous. So for Lost Lands, I literally booked my Airbnb like three weeks ago. Because places were already starting to book up and prices were getting a lot higher than they already were. The next thing I do is I see if the festivals offer payment plans when I'm thinking about purchasing my ticket. I find festival payment plans to be very, very helpful. Especially if like, you know, you can't afford to buy the ticket right at that moment like in full so i find the festivals that have payment plans to be very useful so like when the tickets come out at least you have like that option and it's like you know you have it and then you have like you know time to pay for it it also helps to get your ticket as soon as they come out because the longer you wait the more expensive it'll get and then there's also like that risk of it selling out So, like, for Lightning in a Bottle, I literally bought my ticket hella long ago. Like, I literally got my ticket as soon as they released the tickets. And by that, I got, like, the cheapest price. And then again, for Lost Lands, I ended up getting my ticket as soon as they came out because it was the cheapest option. And I also had a loyalty discount. So, I figured, you know, every penny counts, right? (laughs) So, if you can get the ticket as soon as they come out, I highly recommend that just because you're going to get the best price. Oh, also, just to add something really quick, I find making checklists on my notes in my phone to be very, very helpful. So, like, for this year, I have, like, all my festivals listed, and then, like, under each one, I have, like, everything I need to do to prepare for it, and then I check it off as I go, and it's very satisfying when I get to check something off. So that's just some little tips, I guess, just to keep yourself organized and just so that you, it helps like not forget things, you know, like when you write it down, you're less likely to forget it. And it also just keeps you more organized and better prepared. Okay. So then after figuring out lodging and the ticket situation, I then will focus on getting there. Some festivals I am driving to, so I don't really need to worry about that too much. But the ones where I'm, like, flying, yeah, those I need to worry about. Because I think we all know that prices for flights go up the closer it gets to, like, the departure date. So you always want to, like, try to find your flights, like, early if you're trying to, like, you know, do, like, the cheapest options. I use the app Hopper. I find it to be really useful at finding like the cheapest flights and you can even like price lock them 
and I think it's like seven dollars to like price lock it and then you can like buy it later and you'll still be getting that like cheaper price so if you want to download that app you can there's also other places where you can look for flights but that's just what I use so then after getting the lodging ticket and travel situations figured out which are I think we can all agree are the most stressful part of planning any trip or any festival so after all that I'll then move on to the fun stuff. <laughs> I love planning my outfits for festivals. I try and kind of like figure out like what type of vibe I want for each festival and then kind of like roll off of that. Like for Excision's Rumble Festival down in SoCal, I wanted to do like a neon green type vibe. And then I also wanted to make my own rave outfits because like I'm finding that a lot of these, like, rave stores online are just, like, so freaking expensive. And, like, you can't even return it. So, it's like you're literally just, like, throwing money down the drain. So, you know, I figured if they can hand make their outfits, I can hand make mine. So, I'll keep you guys updated on how it goes making my own outfits. I mean, I, like, already made my own wrap skirt for Wobbleland. And that turned out, like, pretty good. That turned out pretty good for, like, my first time, like, really making something. And I, like, did that freehand. I didn't even have, like, a pattern or anything. And, yeah, it turned out pretty good. I was very proud of myself. (laughs) Also, if you're trying not to spend a lot of money on, like, outfits, there's also, like, tons of rave wear, like, trade slash buy and sell pages on Facebook, which is, like, really nice. Like, you know, you can get some really nice pieces for, like, a pretty good price also you can always just rewear outfits I really don't see anything wrong with that I know a lot of people are like oh I can't rewear the same thing it's like you know who cares you're you're there to have fun that's that's what it's all about it's about the music it's not a fashion show like sure you want to look cute but you know in the end it's not a fashion show it's about enjoying yourself and listening to the music and like I rewear outfits all the time and like what I'll do is like I'll mix and match like pieces that I have and like make new outfits out of it (laughs) and then also accessories and glitter can really change up an outfit so just put some glitter on and you're good to go also for everyone that's like I have to get like my festival bod oh my god I literally hate when people say that or like market that on their Instagrams because that's what I've been seeing lately (sighs) you already have a festival body all you have to do is put on some cute rave clothes slap on some glitter and raid your face off and there you go you're done you're set I am all about body positivity and I hate when people try to put other people down like that also the rave community is about peace love unity and respect and i think we all need to respect each other and not put people down for their size so that was my rant for today so then after outfits i'll think about like general things i need to bring and like pack and then i actually think i'm gonna end up doing an episode about that next week about like you know what to pack and just some tips and hacks for like going to festivals 
Just some stuff that I've learned throughout the years, you know. <laughs> Alrighty, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I will be going to Liquid Stranger on March 7th in San Francisco, so I'll be doing another show review soon. I know, I know, February has been pretty quiet with shows, but there honestly just like wasn't a lot going on. But there's a ton of new music out. So if you want to see what is good, you can follow my playlist called What's the Soup on Spotify. It has all the new releases on there and I update it weekly. So go follow that. There's a lot of blappers on there. And, oh my gosh, Keizo came out with, like, two new songs back-to-back. I do not know what we did to be blessed with two new releases by Keizo. I could not believe it. Follow me on Instagram at DJ underscore Soups. Follow me on Twitter at DJ Soups. Alrighty, everyone. I'll talk to you guys next week. DJ Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.